0: And hello, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Reaching and Teaching Podcast presented by CI. I'm your host, Robinson. I'm obviously joined by my co-host, Johnny, my producer, Joel. What up, what up, what up?
1: What is going on, people? Part two is here. We're here to deliver some nice audio magic right now, bro, I think, right? You know? Yes, Part yes, two. yes. yes. Last dance. If <clears throat> you haven't
0: listened to our recap of episode one of the Last Dance Why the hell are you was- yeah,
1: to the first one, you weirdos? Goes into part one. It's good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. I thought you were yelling at me. I thought I did something no, 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 and, no. no. And- <laughs>
0: All right, but yes, yeah. if you haven't listened to episode one of our recap of the first part of the Last Dance documentary, what are you doing? All right? Damn. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> listen to it. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. You made it to second base. Give us some love, all right? You made it. Give us some love. love. You made it to the. You made it to the thirty-yard line. Give us some love. We're giving you. you made, you're reaching. We're teaching. Give us some love. You made it this far, all right? Subscribe. Follow. Leave a comment. Give us a rating. Do it. That's what would say. Just do, do it.
1: it. Shout out to Sha man. Oh
0: man. <coughs> Anyways, yes. If you haven't listened to it, go give it a look. And this episode, we will be talking about. The second episode of the last dance documentary of the 97 98 Bulls, and this episode, Johnny, I think you can agree with me here is dedicated to mostly Scotty Pippen. 75% of yeah. it is more about yeah. Scotty Pippen. So, Johnny, give us your takeaway here, and I'm going to time you go.
1: All right, so one th- first things first, shout out to the director, uh, Jason Hare. Um, great job, bro. Um, can't wait to see what the next episodes are because I've I been mean, shouting them out last time on the first episode. But shout out to Jason Hare for the uh, for the content here. But yes, kind of uh, Scotty. <laughs> well yeah, this, <laughs> this episode was uh was definitely Scotty's uh time to shine. Um learned a lot from, from me personally, you know, Scotty was one of those, those players that I knew about but never really knew about, if that makes any sense. Um he, he, he was just kind of always around. I, I knew I wasn't of his talents. But just hearing his backstory where he came from in Arkansas. And and having eleven siblings, am I right on that, Rob? Eleven siblings. Yeah, he's one of no, he's one of twelve. He's
0: one of twelve. That's
1: right. Wow, goodness gracious, man! So you figure a, a kid who has that many siblings I felt that so much. I felt. That. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I know you <laughs> I felt whole like, oh, house back with the kids, bro. But um, yeah, just to see where he came from, pretty much a you no know, dirt road, and 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 the court is 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 on a, like a dirt field. The basketball hoop that he had was on like a dirt field in the backyard, and Talk about the shoulders of his father coming home one day and having a stroke, which was really sad. And, and he was, he was you know, uh, for the rest of his life, was in a wheelchair in Beverly. And, and then years prior to that, his brother um, had suffered an, an accident in uh, in school, and he was paralyzed. And so hearing all these things and, and, and understanding where he's coming from and how, how hard he must have wanted to work to make sure that his family's in the best situation. And so he went to the University of Arkansas. Central Arkansas. Central, Central, Central Arkansas, Arkansas, yes. And uh, he said he started out as like a... a uh, basketball manager team manager and he...
0: uh, all I know is this guy was I don't even think he was six feet tall when he came. No, he was uh, I think he
1: was like five eleven, about hundred and eighty pounds, something like that, like maybe eight hundred and seventy pounds.
0: Then, then he he came he came to can he came to training one day six one. Then he came back he was six five then he came back he was six seven I said, Whoa What is this guy eating, man? As Hulk Hogan would say, this guy is saying his prayers and eating his vitamins. Vitamins Wow man. No, yeah, he, he, he got gross, yeah, he got bigger and bec- because he got it because he became six seven and he was so small, he was developing as a guard and because he became six seven, he he had all the guard skills, but he could now be he could he could now be a dunker, he could be a rebounder, he could do all of that, and he could cover all facets of the game and made him dominate
1: for Swiss central. Army 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 Knight, in man. And it it wasn't a and for those who were like you mentioned central army, so I never heard of that. You probably will never hear that, but it was a NI uh was it? What is what is a proper term for, for, for that school? It was like a... I don't like,
0: know. I, Yeah, but it feels like. It, but but, but based too. off this, he stayed home, and he's covering for his family, and this would play a big role in what happened later on in the documentary. The biggest part of the theme of the episode, and this is um, uh, this is Scotty Scotty Pippen's unhappiness with again, which we covered in episode one. Uh, Jerry Krause. he. Mm-hmm. He brought him in. He brought him, He traded for Scottie Pippen because he was drafted by the SuperSonics. He traded him, he, the SuperSonics traded him, which was a, it turns out to be a bad trade. He traded him to the he traded him to the Bulls because Jordan was so good already. Jordan developed and he'd developed it to be one of the best players in the league. Jerry Cross realized that. And he said, "Hey, we got to we got to get a team around them fast." And that's a mm-hmm. smart. That was a smart decision by Jerry Cross. We we mentioned how bad he was in terms of the, the determining it was time to break up the Bulls in '98, but yeah, he knew how to he knew how to bring a team around Jordan to win. And so, oh, absolutely. Yeah, So, and in '98, right, the season ends.
1: Pippen has a foot problem. I don't know if it's ankle or foot. So and yeah. So so the he, end of '97, he said. According to Scotty, he said that he had an ankle injury that was bothering him since the conference finals of that. So the '97 uh, Eastern Conference Finals. But he put it off, obviously, because they want to run. They win. And, uh, yeah, I guess the rest is history from that because he went into, uh, as, as as Jordan said, selfish mode. Just yeah, he
0: out. wanted to, uh, which was strong, he, from a guy who was making thirty three million million. Thirty three <laughs> million million. Scottie Pippen, they, set the, they showed that graphic. Second in points. Second in yeah. rebounds. First mm-hmm. in
1: assists. First in steals. First in steals. The guy minutes played, he was, he was second, I believe. Yes, but obviously, in,
0: in in terms of all the stats during the run, in terms of statistics, he was one or two in almost every statistic. It was him and Jordan, one or two, one or and two. And you can two, argue like
1: that the years I'm sorry to cut you off, but you can argue that the years that Jordan was gone, so I believe from 90 the end of 93 until about 95. He was one up, one up, or if not the best player in the league, was that like you no know, hard to? I think to he. Will,
0: I up? think he, will, he, he was. I think he was top three. It was him and Akeem Olajuwon, and then he
1: probably mm-hmm. Shaq. Those are probably mm-hmm, the yeah. top
0: three at the time. And he brought he brought him up to over fifty wins. And if it weren't for a bad call in the semi in the second round against the Knicks, he probably wouldn't have gone to the conference finals with the Bulls without Jordan, which is unbelievable. And he's one of the top fifty players of all time because in the ninety seven <laughs> All Star break, he was named to yeah. one of the top fifty players of all time. And this guy signed. A seven year, what was it 17 Oof. or 18 million dollar deal in 1991. And the reason why he signed that deal is because what we mentioned before, which this this is how it ties into it his upbringings, he wanted to take care of his family and he didn't want to take the gamble of not t- taking that deal and something happening in his future. And the owner, Jerry Reinsdorf, told him at the time, at the time, once you sign this deal, I don't want to hear you complain. I don't want All to right. hear you ask for more money. When so- the deal's over, the deal's over. I don't want you to hear any ramifications towards the deal or what this you play the deal and then we talk at the end of the
1: deal. And that would play I, I, a big so, effect
0: what, to what happened in
1: 98. So I have actually new, more news about that story. So I was kind of listening to uh, Get Up uh, earlier today, uh, this, the show, the ESPN uh, show with uh, Mike Greenberg and, and, and company. And he had uh, uh, mentioned that Scotty in, in that time of his career has sustained a, a pretty prominent back injury that he, he felt at the time would really derail his career. And so when he was presented with the offer, although Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the, of the Chicago Bulls, told him that he shouldn't sign the deal because it's it's obviously he's he's probably gonna be worth more, Scotty felt like like you alluded to with with his family, and his upbringing, that he needed the money to kind of support those around him and and to have some type of security. Uh, he signs it uh, against his wishes. Obviously, Jerry rhinestone is again iterates that he he won't you no know, if he if he outplays his contract or he outperforms. He will not be able to to renegotiate. But I think what is the real crime here is that you talk about 1991, right? 91, yes. the Bulls did not. This was this after they won the first championship, or or the summer, or the, the, the season I, They before? never, they never,
0: they never really mentioned what so, time was, year was.
1: We'll, we'll, for, for, for kicks and giggles, we'll say it was after the championship, right? That was prime time, right? They won the first championship. He was a big part of that 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 whole the whole run. So you wanted we we up and sign them. So. It just amazes me because 1991, the NBA was still in that phase of like, we're getting bigger. Like they're coming off the 80s where you had Matthew Johnson, Larry Bird and company kind of like holding up the, the NBA in the mainstream mind. And, and now you, you're going ushering into this new era of Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. And 91 was still like a weird time because it was still kind of getting there. But by the time it rolls around to 98, the NBA is a household name. The Bulls are a household team. Michael Jordan is an international superstar everyone everywhere knows who this man is and he knows the chicago bulls and so you talk about all the revenue that they brought in since 91 and how the tv contracts and and, and everything that's gone up uh exponentially and so now you you, you have a a player in scotty who is what was the ranking uh Robinson 122nd in was- salary
0: Yes, 122nd highest paid player in the league at 2.7, 2.2, somewhere 7 around
1: there. And then I think on his team he was like the sixth highest paid player.
0: Sixth, Ron Harper that... was ahead of him. I think <sighs> was it Luke Longley was ahead of him?
1: Yeah, Luke, I think Michael, Luke... Ron, uh... Oh, uh,
0: Luke Longley, Rodman, Cool Coach Harper, and Jordan. Yes, all ahead of him yes. in in salary. And, and it's that... just, and wow. he wanted he wanted to be compensated. Jerry Cross said. No, he wasn't. Because, again, he wanted to rebuild the team, so he wanted to move on from Pippen. And he was contemplating trading it. And if you saw Trace McGrady, who was also on ESPN, he said it on um, The Jump with Rachel Nichols. He said that there was a rumor out there that he was going to be traded for Pippen. And Jordan Nixon saying um because, obviously, he's not trying to rebuild as a as exactly. a 35-year-old superstar, best player in the world, greatest of all time. He's not a 17-year-old he's old rookie. That's... Yes, he's not. He's, he, he don't got time for that. To, he's not going to replace a Hall of Famer and one of the 50-greatest of all time with the guy straight out of high school. That just doesn't make any sense. And what that led to was Scottie Pippen just did not like him. He Woo! berated him all the time. There was that footage of him when Jerry one went, up, uh, Jerry Cross went into the locker room after a game. Yeah, and was putting on his suit and yeah. he was talking to him, and Pippen wasn't even looking at him in his face. he's no He was mind. putting up a
1: suit.
0: He's just not even <laughs> saying he's like, all right, all right. They got in that bus. I wish the camera was in that bus, man. I wish. So talk Pippen about it it. Talk,
1: lay it out for them, those who. who, who don't exactly know what, what we're talking about so uh obviously uh Pippen just put on his, his clothing and his and suit and, and they head to the bus and Pippin details uh how the resentment and the the distrust and and the feelings of of real hatred just kind of came out of him and, and and he did what Robbie uh he, he just uh, crucified him crucified <laughs> him it was killing him like there was times where the guy guys on the
0: bus from the team had to say yo chill out and Pippin was happening hey. and <laughs> And again, this all happened, in this, in the reason, and and going back to the injury that happened at the end of the 97 season,
1: he had an injury,
0: he decided, they don't want They, they don't want to pay me, they don't want to give me an extension, they don't want to, Um, there was rumors that of him being traded, which was going back to the beginning to of the, the season. Yeah. I'm going to postpone my injury, so after some, because I don't want to. You said, they're not to mess my summer course. up. <laughs> you gonna mess you're not gonna mess with my And He said a different word if you if he said yes, it, he there was a different word for that. He didn't know he was he to mess up his summer. He wanted to enjoy summer. He wanted to get lit. He wanted to have a hot boy, what is it? Not hot, that's a hot boy summer. Uh city boy summer. City boy summer. He was trying to take. He, he was trying to take the least it, like he was, this is their version. It was 20 years ago he said city boys up one nothing. I'm not having the surgery. <laughs> 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 and yeah, he decided to postpone until so to the to before the season happened, and because of that, he was he wasn't with available until about November. The, he November, wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. December? He wasn't. He was, no, I don't. He wasn't with the team for that portion of the season. The ninety-seven part of the season, I don't think he was with the team. He was not healthy because there was there was a couple times. Yeah, he sat out
1: backs. most of the the first like the, the fall anyway of the 97, 98 season. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think they and, ready to play until in December, maybe January. Like that. Yeah, and
0: it, and it took a toll on the Bulls. The Bulls started, it was Jordan and Rodman, And and they started out, what, 4-4. Four and four. They were 0-4 on, the on the road. They, mm-hmm. they couldn't score over 100 points. They had that bad loss to the Cavaliers where they lost by 20 points.
1: And, they and Jordan get it was fouling in
0: practice. They went to the Clippers. Phil Jackson, at, uh, you see Phil Jackson and Jordan showing the frustration with Phil. Slammed the door, Jordan kicking the garbage. And then they went to the
1: Clippers. And the Clippers
0: were... Garbage at the time,
1: garbage. I don't even know who was on that team 98, 97,
0: I 98. Either. I Oof. definitely don't know who was on that team, but this wasn't Bob McAdoo. Oh, gee. Yeah, that's no Dwayne Griffin and Chris Paul weren't coming through that door at the time. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, they played him and it took it. They went to it. The Clippers took the Bulls to double overtime. And you showed that, Johnny, we talked about it before we started recording. They showed that footage of Jordan at the corner. He was trying to find someone to give it to, and he just slipped. He's like, you guys ain't nothing. You guys And he's like, you know what? Jordan said, all right, it's time to turn up. He scored 49 points. It took him to double overtime to get the W. And you remember at the beginning of the game, they did that huddle before they went out to the arena. I better not be saying this again. Let's get our first road W. Yeah, yeah. He's like, 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 yo, all right,
1: guys. have a good good game tonight. Let's get out there and get our our first road win. And I better not say this again. And, yo, if I was a player, let's say, I kind of lost on a totem pole. And you hear that with the with the seriousness, I'm sure that in his eyes and his voice and his tone, I would have been shook at the bro. I'm like, oh man, you can and you could tell, can and, you could tell
0: and, and you could tell Jordan was very pissed at the time because they showed at the, during that time, they're showing practice, they're showing footage of him yelling at Ron Harper, yelling at Kuko saying, I gotta be with you all day because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be with you all day because you keep yelling because you're not listening to me at all. He just you hear him berating his entire his entire team. He just was not having it that.
1: I he was just exhausted time. bro i think mentally and physically he was just just for i mean obviously you're coming off of all those finals and you put so much work into that so you come about two straight years of you going deep into the playoffs obviously winning the championship and everything that comes with being michael Jordan itself off the court he's just he was just tired bro and he didn't have scotty to lean on who was obviously clear second best player on the team to kind of with even with scoring with defense so he has to guard the best players on the perimeter he has to score the most points and you, you, and that, and that shot you talked about of him catching the ball on the on the wing, and and, and he, he he turns around to kind of face the defense and see what's going on. And he just looks deflated. He's like, "Oh my goodness, like what's going on here?" And so for him to pull that win was huge. It definitely boosted up their morale, at least in this initial phase of of, of the of how they detail in the season. And it just it just carries on uh, to what his mantra, his mentality has been ever since. And I think that carries on into because it's going to be a great transition to his second year in the league, bro, when he uh, faced a lot of adversity. This is the first big adversity of his career, anyway.
0: Yeah, and also, but well, you missed that one thing though. It was a great transition, but you missed that one thing. The the you, we forgot to mention that because of what it was going on at the time, there was just so much turmoil going on with that 97-98 team at the time. There was a moment where Scottie Pippen demanded a trade. He wasn't gonna play in that Bulls uniform. Hold on, that came up. That came up
1: a little later in the episode, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, yeah, I get I get what you're talking about. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah,
0: back to back to back to the eighty-six. Uh So we they go back in time. I think they go back in the timeline and they go back to the eighty-six team. Jordan's second year. Three games in, I believe it was three games into the season, yes, correct? Three games in. And mm-hmm. he he he's going for a drive. He's driving and he dri- with, he lands flat. he went for a four. lob. Yeah, he went
1: for it was a bad pass. He went for a lob and he came down and did a clean break of some bone I never heard of on the foot. And uh, yeah, he kind of limped off and 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 this and for him, Jordan, he says that this is like his first big injury. He's never really been hurt. Yeah, um, he broke it. He broke. He broke his foot. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he
0: missed almost, he missed over 60 games of the season. And mm-hmm. somehow, someway, when he came back – and, no, oh, throughout this rehab, when he – yes. like, back, don't, don't
1: miss that part. Yeah, he,
0: On the version of was coming back, this guy was rehabbing in UNC without telling anyone. You see him running in a pool with Jays on, which is <laughs> ridiculous. I see him running in a pool with Jays on. What are we doing here? Without saying anything. And then he's playing pick-a-ball, one-on-one, two-and-two, two, three-and-three, four, four one-on-one. Five, five.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slowly
0: developed. And then he's like, you know what? It's time. It's time. I gotta come back. And the guy and then Jerry Reinsdorf and the doctor said, All right, if you come back now, you got a you got a 10% chance of being re-injured. And he said, What happens with that 10%? And you're done. No, and then well, he said the
1: scenario. If you have 10 pills, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, if you have 10 pills and one of them can
1: kill you to clear a headache,
0: what'd you do? And he said, How bad is the how bad is
1: the bleeping headache, bro? What a line. <laughs> what a
0: line. He, it just shows that he's willing to do anything, anything to be on that court and play basketball and to be at a competitive level. Because again, we mentioned this in episode one. He was all about basketball. If he wasn't playing basketball, he was trying to do something to be... He was play If you can't play basketball on the court in the NBA, he's playing basketball in the courts. Outside. He's playing outside doing something. That's just how competitive he was when it came to the game of basketball. And Somehow, some way, when he came back, the Bulls were twenty games over. They were terrible. They were led they were by old George Gervin, and they were still oh, able okay, to reach John the playoffs. The oh, great, yeah. the great George Gervin and John Paxson, and <laughs> they were still, um, they were still. Oh, John, if you can, just try to speak. Make picture all of there sounds like your audio got messed up there. But yeah, uh, while you do that, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just continue to go over what I'm saying. But they were still, yeah, they were still, they were still alive to make the playoffs, and. He was on a heavy, heavy, heavy minutes restriction placed by the GM, Jerry Krause. And he said, You only can play seven minutes each half, not a second over 14 minutes in total. And there was a game Jordan couldn't play. You could tell he was pissed he couldn't, he could not play. He couldn't play as much as he wanted. He could he didn't have, they put the handcuffs on him. He couldn't play as much as he wanted to. He couldn't, he couldn't play as he couldn't do Jordan things. And he couldn't help his team win. And because of that he was re- he, that's that was kind of the root of his relationship and turmoil with Jerry Krause because there was that game against uh what was it the Warriors. It was against the Warriors. And he was about to play and what was it about 15 seconds left? And he and Jordan reached his limit of minutes <laughs> positions. And the coach, Jerry's Jerry Krause told the coach, you better not play him anymore or you're gonna get fired right on the game, the threat. And Jordan said, "All right, you have to sit down. He, he had no choice." And Ka- and then John Paxson bailed him out, and he and they got him that W. And they, the mean bailout shot. What, I don't know what that left was. He had that weird left, and they eventually reached the playoffs and played the Celtics.
1: And uh, we'll, we'll kind of skip, skip over the first game. The first game, anyway. Jordan does Jordan things. Scores forty nine points against the sixty seven and fifteen. This is the team. team.
0: This, is the Celtics. this is the best Celtics team of the Larry Bird era. I think they went 40 and 1 at home that year.
1: Yes, yes, they did. And let's list them off, bro. Let's up the Hall of Famers, bro. Let's them off.
0: Larry Bird, Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, and they were coached by, I believe it was Casey Jones, who was on the Bill Russell Celtics. And who coached the Bill Russell Celtics? Red Auerbach. This, this, And then you have Bill Warren also on the bench. Then and have... my separate call Carlow. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, Danny, Ainge to the building. Danny Ainge, man, oof, that was a stacked team, And When it came to play after game one, they lost. He scored 49 points. Then he went to go. Remember the story? He went to go play golf with Danny Ainge. And uh, Danny, this and is after game one. Right? Yes, after game one. After game one, and then when they finished the day and they were being dropped off, uh, Danny Ainge left, and then uh, Jordan told them, he told the reporters, he told the Danny Ainge, tell him, I got something for him.
1: And game two, history was made. Oof, uh probably the most icon- one of the, one of the most iconic. Performances by a player ever in a playoff game, right? You you would you would agree?
0: Sixty three points in double overtime,
1: and this is this the best
0: <laughs> performance ever in a losing effort, probably.
1: It's uh, LeBron James, Game One, two thousand eighteen Finals, uh, when oh, he, he dropped fifty he fifty plus, points. and it went to yeah. overtime and lost. Um, yeah. This means this means some crazy performances, bro, but this one in particular, as a second year player, guys. Those listening, this this is like Derrick Rose. I mean, he became MVP. I think it's his third or fourth year, but it's like Derrick Rose coming out his second year and 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 just completely run through the league and, and facing the, the Miami Heat team that was on top of the time and putting up huge numbers. And he's only his second year. Or Jason Tatum, kind of. I, I mean, he kind of put up his big numbers his rookie year, but coming out his second year facing the Warriors in the, in the finals, whatever, and then dropping, you no know, 55. Like, this is pretty unprecedented. When you're considering a team that's under 500, they believe they were 30 there and what? 30
0: and 52.
1: games under 500. That is disgusting. We talk about is how the East is bad
0: nowadays. Good Lord, <laughs> uh, Golly. I don't know Dude. how they were in the film picture. It
1: Bow- was a back. Yeah. <laughs> The, it was a lot of suit-out going around there. And it's, and it's so wow. crazy because if you look at that team, if anyone wants to do a quick Google search, Google the 1986 uh, Chicago Bulls, you will find yourself looking at that team and not realizing who the hell's on that team or, or anyone of importance besides the older George Gervin? Yeah, He's John Jackson,
0: older George Gervin, Jordan Oakley was on that team.
1: Yeah. And then you had the guys from, you had, the, and you had a bunch of... Played Orlando what exactly. was still on the team at the time. A lot, a lot of the guys from the, from the pre-Jordan ball era were still kind of on there, lingering around, but no help. It was literally all Jordan. So you, you obviously had guys like uh, 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 Dennis Johnson, who was their best uh, perimeter defender. He was in foul trouble. He got a foul trouble trying to guard Jordan. Then Bill Warren, who every time he got, uh, Jordan got by, either Johnson or, or, or Ainge, he was trying to contest the shot. He get fouled. So he ended up fouling out the game. And so Jordan's had all these guys. and found him, and Larry Bird coined the phrase, "Rob, and I'll let you take the floor about what he said to Jordan." He said, he said that, was, Jordan.
0: "That wasn't Michael Jordan. That was God dressed. Up, that was God dressed up as Michael Jordan." What? This,
1: this, Come on, this, man!
0: That's
1: Larry that's, Bird giving you a compliment like that. Your second year in, bro. Come on.
0: And then Magic Johnson. On. If you've seen the documentary, he, told, he called him. Magic Johnson called in Jordan the most talented player in the league by far. And this is the this is the middle of the Magic and Bird rivalry. That was prime. They're getting, no, the, they're they in their primes. The rivalry was high and mighty, and they were the one. They were all they were getting all the love because they were the ones facing each other in the finals. Yeah, Larry Bird, the Great White Hope, winning three times MVP in a row. Yeah, Magic, Mister L.A. Magic Johnson, doing all his things. But then you have Show this so. you have this guy from Chicago, from UNC, just killing they're a score. making coming. a playoff record sixty three points, sixty two points, which is. I don't. I, no one has reached. That's a playoff record. No one has reached that. And unfortunately, he lost that game, and they would yeah. lose that. They would go on to lose that series because again, thirty and fifty-two. I don't care who you have on that team. You can't beat a team with that type of talent on the roster to expect to be. It wasn't for lack of trying on his part, though. It what you can't beat a sixty-seven and fifteen Celtics team with Larry Bird and multiple Hall of Famers. Who, just, it's just not. It no matter what you do. We've seen it recently with LeBron when he faced the Warriors, and. and it just reminds you that it takes a team to win a championship. So it does. Yes, that's 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 the second episode of the Last Dance documentary. Again, great, great, great work by Jason here. Shout out to all the hears. Anyways, um, <laughs> great work. There. The first two episodes left me wanting more and more and more. I wish if they. No, dropped was the episode, never fly by
1: so fast, bro? If uh, they dropped
0: that, man, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You know, you know what I have to do when this, when, when. Guess what I have to do when last dance documentary is coming. What did you think I did leading up to it? What do you think I did? You tell me. Take oh uh,
1: watch, watch. Jordan highlights. No. Put on uh, a Bulls jersey.
0: No, because I ordered it. Well, it's not. In the, it's not. It's not at the crib yet.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, What, what, what are your Jays? your baby J's?
0: I have the, I'm not wearing them because it's quarantine. Where am I going to wear I'm going to put it on. Bro, just in house. Make it feel good, No, bro. Nah, okay. my dog pees and poos. If I step in, it's a wrap, all right? I can't oh, do that. Oh, my. I can't do that. If it's a, it's a wrap. There's a lot of things going on in the crib. I can't do <laughs> that. If I step in one, it's a wrap. No. <laughs> I have to go get some. Domino's pizza. I have oh, to bring it in. Uh, I had to, to go buy some. I had to bring it to the crib. I said, give me that large power
1: wings
0: and let me get crazy. Um, and... wait, I had a
1: couple, a couple of uh, adult beverages, you know, a couple of couple brewskis uh, okay. to kind of get me in me the mood, you know what I'm saying, for the that But this is, this is great, bro. Um, uh, I didn't mention this in the previous episode, but uh, the, uh, the viewership, uh, the amount of people who watched the show came out uh, a couple hours ago, a few hours ago. And it was about 6.1 million people uh, tuned in to watch this documentary. And considering the fact that, like, you know, obviously under the circumstances that we are right now with the quarantine and the pandemic, uh, it's really been tough just to kind of have something to look forward to, you know, something to talk about other than the, the depressing news that's going on right now. And so really, thank you. Thank you, ESPN. Thank you, uh, Jason Hare and, and, and all those guys. They're still they're still editing uh, the these episodes. So Jason Hare was on ESPN today and he was saying how uh, as they're dropping, they're still editing episodes, and so they're still putting the work in to make sure these are top-notch and, and, and must-see TV, and I, I think it will be, bro. I mean, we have another probably month of this, because every Sunday, 9 every and 12, every.
0: every- Every Sunday they drop in two episodes, so we got eight more episodes to go. And <laughs> if they
1: dropped it, if they dropped it
0: all at once, you wouldn't be hearing from me. But right now, I'd be yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be cuddled up in my bed just watching it. Just like, facts, wow. bro. Looking like a no light with the Cheeto dust, right? Um, Cheetos dust on my fingers, yelling, "Hey, Ma!" Like Will Ferrell said in Wedding crashes, "Where's the meatloaf? Can I get some meatloaf?" <laughs> nah, like the meatloaf. <laughs> like that'd be me. Like that'd be me. Oh my goodness! Lock the door, all of that. So again, um, thank you to uh thank you to Jason here at ESPN for making it happen. It was originally supposed to air in June. But because of the sounds
1: are living and they're supposed made it to happen. air a year ago, they pushed it back another year and then yeah. it said June. And oh, and now oh. because of the pandemic, hey man, blessed us with this great content. I'm I'm happy to be able to look forward to something now and, and, and have us connect. Have the have this have the sporting world come back and all those fans come back and connect and just uh enjoy this this great team and dynasty and just learn more about them, dude. I think we'll be saying this at the end of each episode. uh,
0: At the end of each episode. Episode! I can't speak. (laughs) At the end of each week, I think me and you, Johnny, and everyone else will be saying the same thing. A big thanks to everyone for making it happen. And again, thank you guys for listening to this
1: second episode
0: of the recap of the Last Dance documentary. The real ones. Again, I'm not going to yell this time. I'm going to yell slowly. Yeah, are you listening? Listen. Put you I, 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 put your, put your, put your to the mic. How much? To listen to this If you are listening to this part, episode, and you made it this far already, give us a subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us a thumbs up. Leave a five star review. Tell us what you think. Do something with yourselves. There's quarantine going on. You're not stepping out. You're not making love to anyone. You're not doing any of that. You're in the crib. you watching. You're binge watching a lot of stuff. I know you got time on your hands. <laughs> Who do you love? All right? Who do you love? Show us some love, all right? I'm not begging you. I'm telling you. You will mm. not regret it. I, You will not regret it. And again, thank you for listening to this. We hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for another episode of the Reaching the Teaching Podcast. Johnny, give us the last word.
1: <sighs> Have fun, guys. Enjoy. And I'll uh, catch you next time.